Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, One Messiah, Two Comings. The Jews as a people generally have not recognized Jesus as their Messiah. Converted Jews accepted, and there is always a remnant. The Jews expected that when their kingly Messiah showed up, he would deliver them from the awful tyranny of the Gentiles. And one can understand why they thought this way. The rabbis taught them to expect this, and the prophetic scriptures prophetically also ultimately emphasize this reality. For example, in Isaiah 9, 6, and 7, we see that the Messiah will sit on the throne of David over his kingdom and establish justice forever. This is the kind of Messiah the Jews expected to come, one who would throw off the yoke of Roman bondage and lead them into the kingdom. But alas, Jesus didn't come this way. Not the first time. There are two aspects to the coming Messiah, because there are two comings, and both are prophetically depicted by the prophets. When Jesus faced growing hostility from the religious leaders, he withdrew from there, and while continuing to heal all, those who followed him, he instructed not to make him known. Why? Well, this was in keeping with the nature of the Messiah's ministry as prophesied by Isaiah. Matthew 12, 17-21 reads, That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Behold, my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is pleased, I will put my spirit upon him, and he will declare justice to the Gentiles. He will not quarrel nor cry out, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and smoking flax he will not quench, till he sends forth justice to victory. And in his name, Gentiles will trust. When Christ came in a very gracious and non-provocative manner, wanting to avoid trouble, that didn't make sense to how the Jews envisioned the Messiah would come. So the withdrawing demeanor that says, don't make me known, was hard for them to understand. It didn't fit their profile of the coming Messiah. After all, they were looking for political deliverance from Rome, and this would require victorious messianic leadership. Yes, they understood that bringing in the kingdom, the Messiah would heal, but they also expected him to forcefully set up his kingdom. Jesus didn't seem to fit the strong, victorious ideal of the coming Messiah. What the Jews failed to see, and fail yet to this day to see, is that there are not two Messiahs, but two separate comings of one true Messiah, who is the Lord Jesus Christ. Once you understand that prophetic, once you understand that, the prophetic scriptures align perfectly. Indeed, the Messiah, as prophesied by Isaiah, was God's special elect servant. And yet, the nature of his ministry at his first coming would not be forceful or harsh. The God-ordained Messiah would come as God's servant, and Jesus did. He would come, not forcefully, but rather with gentleness and graciousness, with a message of appeal, not blowing people away. The Messiah would not cry out as a revolutionary in the streets. He was not looking to take over in a hostile military fashion. He was not looking for a fight. He would not be a rabble-rouser in the streets, stirring up revolutionaries to follow him. He wasn't leading a mob to riot and take over. Matthew, Matthew's quote in Matthew 12, 18-21 is from Isaiah 42, 1-4. 
The picture here is of a gentle and humble messianic figure. He was not forcing things in a fleshy manner. His quiet withdrawal in the face of hostility was in perfect keeping with this portrayal. Contrary to general expectations, the Messiah was not to come as a warrior king. Not the first time. This, it is for this reason that Jesus did not want the fact of his Messiahship published or promoted in the wrong way. The general populace just didn't get it, including the multitudes that were currently following him. The Messiah's mission at his first coming was a non-violent mission. He came in a gentle and gracious manner. He did not engage in public haranguing or, dem or demagoguery. He came graciously, offering the kingdom, not forcing the issue. This was a time of a grace invitation. As John 1.17 says, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The Messiah came as one gentle and lowly in heart, who ultimately introduced him in his official presentation of the nation, lowly and sitting on a donkey, Matthew 21.5. Thus his approach and presentation was completely out of sync with what the Jewish populace expected of the Messiah. And yet it was in perfect fulfillment of the prophecy as seen in Isaiah 42. The Messiah presented prophetically in the scriptures is a Messiah who comes with a gracious ministry of appeal. And this ministry would be effective, effective especially in relation to the Gentiles. Note the prophecy, and in his name Gentiles will trust. He would be effective in reaching many Gentiles who come to trust in him. That has proven true. While to this point in history, most Jews have rejected Jesus as the Messiah, many Gentiles have come to trust in him. How true? It has proven true in history. Many Gentiles have come to hope in the person of Christ, of which I am one. Yes, the church consists of both Jew and Gentile who have come to faith in Christ, but the church is mostly made up of Gentiles by background. So much so that Paul refers to the completion of the church in Romans 11.25 as when, quote, the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. At his first advent, Christ came with a ministry of appeal, not, to take, not on a takeover mission. He appealed to the heart. He worked through conviction and called for repentance. The whole focus is an internal focus, changing people from the inside out. But I would remind us, that the first coming is only part of the story. There is a sequel. There is a second coming, as seen in the word till in Matthew 12:20, in which he will come with power and great glory. And just as sure as the humble, gentle part of the prophetic story was fulfilled to the letter, just as sure will yet be the glory and power part of the story. There are two parts to the story. There are two comings. There is one Messiah, but two comings. First, Jesus came as the Lamb of God to take away the sin of the world, but he's going to return a second time. But this time, he's going to be coming as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The first coming was all about the offer of grace, and Christ humbly came with great mildness and gentleness. The second time, he will come forcibly with power and great glory, bringing judgment and vengeance on all those rejecting him. The reason the world is getting away quote-unquote, getting away with their chronic blasphemy at this moment is purely because of the grace of God. This is the age of grace, the church age. Ever since Christ came the first time, grace has been extended. How gracious is God to have brought judgment, to have not brought judgment on the entire world yet at this point. 
He is more than 2,000 years gracious. We keep wondering how long he's going to wait before judgment falls, and he keeps surprising us by showing the extent of his amazing grace. In his name, Gentiles will trust. Are you among them? Acts 17, 30, 31 says, Truly, these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. Why? Well, because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. And he has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Peter says, 2 Peter 3, 9, The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Lord, we thank you for your amazing grace. And uh, we thank you for the the prophecy that uh, in your name the Gentiles will trust. And I am one of those. Uh, All those who are part of the church are those who come to trust in you, whether Jew or Gentile. But we thank you for the invitation of grace still going forth. We pray that many would come to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved even today. I pray in his name. Amen.